Hey everyone, Eric Stackelbeck here. Today on the newscast, is Iran trying to infiltrate the United States through our poorest southern border? And what is Joe Biden going to do about it? Stick around to find out. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. 11 Iranian nationals arrested by Border Patrol agents after crossing into the United States illegally from Mexico. Who were they? Why were they here? And should we be concerned? Folks, call me crazy. I think it's kind of a big deal when 11 nationals from a nation that the United States State Department identifies as the world's number one sponsor of terrorism, Iran, enter the United States illegally. I think that's a big story. So here are the details. Number one, this happened one week ago today, February 1st, in the Yuma sector, uh, along the U.S.-Mexico border, Yuma in Arizona, obviously, and Customs and Border Protection, CBP, released a statement shortly after the arrest last week detailing that these were six Iranian men and five Iranian women, a group of 11 traveling together. They were picked up by Border Patrol agents while crossing a bridge in San Luis, Arizona, not far from the U.S.-Mexico border. Now, they were detained. Uh, we don't have any of their names. Again, scant details. We don't have names yet. We do know six men, five women. We know they were detained. I assume they're still detained and being questioned as to why they are here. But Customs and Border Protection found this important enough to release a statement about it. And they shared that in that Yuma sector, these 11 were among 14 Iranian nationals who've been apprehended so far in 2021 alone. We're only a little over a month into this year, right? 14 Iranian nationals already in under a month and a half apprehended in just that Yuma sector. That's not even counting Texas and elsewhere along the U.S.-Mexico border. Now, in the year 2020, there were eight Iranian nationals apprehended who entered the U.S. illegally from Mexico, apprehended in that Yuma sector by Border Patrol agents. So we've already increased the numbers by six in 11 months less time in 2021. Why the uptick and why a group of 11 Iranians crossing into the U.S. illegally? Hey, folks, look, I hope these were just folks Iran, obviously, is living under a wicked regime right now. We detail it for you on a regular basis here on the Watchman newscast. I hope that these folks were just desperate Iranians trying to find a better life here in the U.S., that they weren't up to anything sinister. But it raises alarm bells for a few reasons, a few obvious reasons. And again, we don't know who they were exactly. We know they were Iranian nationals. We don't know why they were here yet. We hope to get more information on that for you. When we do, we will share it with you. But this is why we should be concerned. I think there's two pieces here. Number one, Iran and its proxy Hezbollah trying to infiltrate the United States. There is a disturbing track record there, the U.S. and Latin America. And number two, the Biden administration's border security and immigration plans. So let's start with the first piece to it, Iran, Hezbollah, and their track record here in the Western Hemisphere. Number one, we know that Hezbollah, which is Iran's stalking horse, it's its most dangerous, its chief proxy, has external operations 
throughout the world. Yes, they are based in southern Lebanon at Israel's doorstep, but Hezbollah has a presence basically on every continent other than Antarctica. And that includes uh, South America and also into Central America and into Mexico. Now, the most obvious case of Hezbollah entrenchment here in the Western Hemisphere is in an area called the Tri-Border Area, or TBA. It's where Brazil, Argentina, and Paraguay meet. And it's a lawless area with all sorts of illegal activity. There have been reports for years that Hezbollah uses this lawless situation there in the Tri-Border Area to raise money. They're involved in drug trafficking, smuggling, all sorts of illicit activities there in South America, and then they ship the funds back to Lebanon to the mothership, to their home base, to fund terror operations. So number one, we have the tri-border area of South America. Number two, there have also been persistent reports that Hezbollah has worked with drug smuggling gangs near the U.S.-Mexico border. And that would make a lot of sense considering Hezbollah's expertise in digging tunnels uh, along the Israel border. We know that drug smuggling organizations along the U.S.-Mexico border are always looking for creative ways to infiltrate the United States. So Latin America, uh, Hezbollah, and Iran, by extension, have been looking to make inroads for years and also radicalize the Shia Muslim populations throughout Latin America in places like Brazil and Argentina, which have fairly large uh, numbers of Lebanese and Syrian immigrants who have come to the West from the Middle East. So that's alarm bells right there, not to mention what former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo outlined, that Iran and Hezbollah have a very cozy relationship with, surprise, surprise, the Maduro regime in Venezuela, and before that, with Hugo Chavez in Venezuela. That's one thing to keep in mind. Here's a second thing. Back in 2012, the former chairman for the Homeland Security Committee, New York Congressman Peter King, said that he believed that there were hundreds, if not thousands, of Hezbollah agents or sleepers, I guess you would say, here in the United States. Now, that was the chairman of the Homeland Security Committee. He testified that at least hundreds are here in the U.S. conducting surveillance, and we have concrete proof of that. It's not just bluster from former Congressman Peter King, folks. We have concrete proof of that in 2017. Two Hezbollah agents arrested right here on U.S. soil. Uh, one of the men lived in Dearborn, Michigan, which has a large uh, Lebanese Shia population. And the other man lived in New Jersey. They were charged, the, the New Jersey man was charged with surveilling landmarks in New York City, in Boston, in Washington, D.C. He was convicted in 2019 and sentenced to 40 years in prison here in the United States. He self-identified himself as a Hezbollah sleeper agent. The Michigan man was surveilling the Panama Canal and other targets here in the Western Hemisphere. So look, there's not only, uh, not only rhetoric to the extent that Hezbollah and Iran are saying death to America and, and America is the great Satan, but they're putting pieces into place very well known for their external operations. Iran has carried out attacks in Europe, in Asia, in Africa, 
in Latin America over the years, folks. They are not relegated to the Middle East. I think back to 1992, the most deadly Iranian-backed attacks here in the Western Hemisphere, the bombing of the Israeli embassy in Argentina in Buenos Aires, and then in 1994, the bombing of a Jewish community center also in Argentina. Dozens and dozens of people were killed in these Iranian-sponsored attacks, hundreds more injured. So we should be cognizant, be aware that Iran, again, is not limited to the Middle East, the reach of their operations and their tentacles, and that they do have a presence here in the West, and that as tensions increase between Iran and the United States, these agents can be put into place. That's not alarmism. It's not scare tactics. It's not sensationalism. Folks, it's fact. Not only did we have the former Homeland Security Committee chairman testifying this, but we've actually had the arrests here on U.S. soil of Hezbollah sleeper agents surveilling U.S. targets, not to mention a few years ago in Charlotte, North Carolina, a major smuggling ring broken up, again involving Hezbollah. Now, key point, as with the tri-border area that we mentioned, Hezbollah usually is engaged in fundraising here in the Western Hemisphere, but God forbid their agents ever went operational here. So we need to keep a very close eye on that and a close eye on the U.S.-Mexico border. Before we go here, just a quick reminder. President Biden is pretty much overhauling President Trump's very effective immigration policies. Number one, obviously, on his first day in office on January 20th, he stopped construction of President Trump's border wall along that southern border. And now we are learning that ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, who do such, such great work along the southern border, they are pretty much being handcuffed in a sense, not literally, but from doing their job with President Biden. It seems, according to a lot of reports that are emerging in recent days, that ICE will now, remember that term, catch and release? Get ready. It's going to become very popular again over the next four years, folks. ICE will have to release uh, people who are here illegally, who maybe were a drunk driver, maybe committed assault, maybe involved in some kind of drug offense. They are looked at as not a top-tier offender that's worthy of being deported out of the United States now. Now they will be released. So that is very troubling, folks, because if you have crimes or offenses on your record, maybe you weren't arrested for larger offenses beyond uh, drunk driving or drugs or assault, which, by the way, sound pretty serious to me. But apparently people who engage in that kind of criminal activity will not be deported now. And ICE agents, again, I, the word I used was handcuffed. I can't think of another word to use. Let's let them do their job. But we have a strong call on the radical left to abolish ICE. And I quote, they want to literally abolish ICE and, in essence, abolish border security on the U.S.-Mexico border. Hey, we talk a lot about the Iranian threat on this show, right? And I say oftentimes what happens in the Middle East does not stay in the Middle East. It profoundly impacts all of us, no matter where we live. And I think our newscast today is proof positive of that. If we get any further information on these arrests of these 11 Iranian nationals on the U.S.-Mexico border, we will bring it to you. In the meantime, more coming to you tomorrow from the Watchman Newscast team. Until then, thanks for joining us. God bless you.
And remember, never hold your peace.